Kia you're listening to the Invisible Sensei podcast and I apologise in advance for the sound quality. I've decided to sit outside with my coffee, I hope you don't mind. A delicious, it is early morning and uh, around where I live here in beautiful Aotearoa, there are birds flying around inconveniently making noise. But I don't think they'll listen to me if I ask them to stop. Anyway. The topic of my conversation with you today is, does size really matter? And I am speaking, of course, in relation to the martial arts. It's one of those things that, not fallacies, I guess one of those pieces of information that people often put out there, you know, the it's the archetypal image of the smaller man overcoming the larger man and so on and so forth and you'll see on every martial arts movie that you've ever seen especially the sort of James Bond ones-esque James Bond where they say it's about using your partner's weight against them or momentum against them which is a wonderful beautiful concept which I don't dispute but it's been interesting People often decry what they don't have. And in my case, I guess I'm speaking as a guy who's six foot four. I'm my father's Samoan and my mother's Māori. And I am a little bit on the biggest side. And for me, I suppose some people look at my size and go, well, you know, any technique that a guy that size uses is going to work against someone who's smaller. And it has been my experience that if you're taller, you want to be shorter. If you're shorter, you want to be taller. If you're bigger, you want to be smaller. If you're heavy, you want to be light. If you're light, you want to have a little more mass, so on and so forth. If you've got no hair, you want hair. Um, I can't, I've got no no comeback for that because I, I am bald and I would love to have here. Uh, <laughs> but I think you take my point. So in this instance, I think size does matter. It matters in regards to how you choose to use it. So for me as a bigger guy, certainly not the biggest guy, but as a bigger guy, I often wonder and second guess my technique when I'm practicing and wondering is this working for me because of my size is this working for me because I'm able to muscle it on you know the kind of person who muscles things on in the dojo or if you're doing jiu-jitsu on the floor they just muscle things on depending on their size the problem with muscling things on and depending on your size is when you meet someone of a size with great technique or someone who's larger with maybe not so great technique you're going to rue the day you decided to use purely your physical power. Now, I don't want to get into a pissing match about uh, bigger, smaller, but what I do want to say, as a larger guy, as a big guy, who lifts weights and keeps in reasonable shape, and is pretty flexible and fast, well, in my own mind, perhaps, I wish that I was, I'm 6'4", so I would like, ideally, for what I've learned about my style of preference, which is Okinawan Gojiru Karate, that I'd love to be about 5'8". That would seem to be an optimal size for me. 
I would love to be five foot eight. The stances, for the most part, don't suit my particular body. Shikodachi is a nightmare. I feel like I'm wading through tar because I, at times I feel so slow and so inept. And I have a, a real close friend of mine, um, Sensei David Redaway, who is an absolute machine. He just moves so fast. And he's one of those guys who, he's quite a bit smaller than me, but he more than makes up for that in terms of power, speed and precision of his technique and just ferocity to be totally honest. So when I'm sparring with him, it's I'm trying to keep my head on my shoulders because um, at any moment that foot could flash up and take it right off my head. So for me, that's never going to be a reality, being 5 foot 8, unfortunately, unless I sit maybe. Um, but what is going to be a reality is making the most of what I've been given. The good thing about being large as a big guy is that people tend to underestimate me. They underestimate my ability to move quickly and to move well, to have agility and speed. Now, I know that may sound self-serving to say those things, but I think that's what martial arts teaches us. It teaches us to, in the best case scenario with the best teacher, it teaches us to maximise our potential. Whatever we have, we can use at a moment's notice to achieve an outcome, a positive outcome. We can use everything that we know to walk away from a situation or we get into a situation. We can take advantage of our physicality, whatever that may be, to prevail and leave that situation. So for me, does size matter? I think it does. I think it's all about a question that you ask yourself. And size matters, but more so, the size of your mentality, the depth and the breadth of your knowledge of yourself. And moving away from the idea that you have to emulate anyone in particular. I like the idea that you take the martial art that you do and you customise it or you craft it to suit your particular physicality, your mentality, your temperament, the level of your technique. For me as a younger man, I was very much a kicker. As I've gotten older, um, flexibility is not what it once was. I mean, I can still, I suppose, kick someone in the head. It just takes, you know, 45 minutes of long, deep stretching to do it. <laughs> so... In analysis, I hope that whatever you've been given at birth, the genetics that you have, you use that to its fullest potential, realising that the only person you have to emulate is yourself. We're all given the paints. It's up to us to step to the easel and create the picture. And a good friend of mine who's an artist said that we are the canvas. So, never mind the, the size of the paintbrush, create your picture, be proud of it, and continue to train. Because you've got things to teach, you've got things to learn, and more importantly, you've got an example to set.